This episode contains sensitive material about depression and self-harm that might be difficult for some listeners. Please use your discretion before listening to or sharing today's episode with someone who could potentially be negatively impacted by the subject matter. What up, what up, my friends? Welcome back to Vibin' and Thrivin'. I have a really special guest this week. I have here with me Jasmine Fadil. Say what's up. Hi. <laughs> uh, so... I'm really pumped for what we're going to be talking about. Uh, I, I reached out to Jasmine, who I know from high school, very strangely, actually, because we were, we were in the band together, yeah. and um, she was around a lot of my friends. She's actually a year younger than um, I am in my class, so she's a current senior Woo-hoo. going through. <laughs> yeah. COVID so ex- yeah. COVID senior. Are you excited to be done? Uh, yeah, I'm excited to just like get out. Like, I know COVID's probably still going to be happening, obviously, whenever I'm in college, but I'm just like so beyond the realm of high school. I'm like ready to just leave. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of hit that that wall, that fatigue. You're like, all right, let's get the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I wanted to ask you the question I ask every guest I've had so far. Uh, I say every, it was literally one. Um, what is one time this week where you were just straight vibing? Um, okay. So I invested in the stock market, which I've been wanting to do for a while because like (sighs) my brother's thing, like he's so like, Oh, like make money. Like he's a hustler. And like, so I'm like, Oh shoot, I want to do that. But I'm also 17. So like, I can't legally do it, but whatever, like I have money, a lot of money saved up from work. So I just like, invested in my parents account mm-hmm. um but like I invested whenever the GameStop stuff was hap- GameStop stuff was happening so I was like I invested and then everything fell like that day I was like this sucks but I was vibing because my all of my stocks like finally went up so I was like okay I mean I'm just having it as like an a compound interest like bank account but yeah. it was just cool like wow it's my first time investing and I'm finally up so yeah, I was like, that's so adult. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I think my vibe this week was probably, I made pot stickers last night with my friends. Like we made homemade pot stickers. Okay. They were, they were so good. I literally, I have like 30 sitting in my fridge cause we made so many. Um, and that was nice. We were just listening to show tunes and like, um, we were talking about heavy stuff you know like just cooking and we're like so what's the meaning of life but we're like making pot stickers it was fun yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what about one time this week where you feel like you were truly thriving um okay well there's like two there's like a spiritual one and then like a non-spiritual one so like yeah. I've been like going to the gym a lot which like I'm I'm pretty avid at like going to the gym do you hear my dog <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> i like pretty good at going to the gym but like I don't know I just like I'm getting more into the habit of it because usually whenever like you have time you still get lazy so like before work I'll be like do I want to go to the gym but like this week I was like on my a game like whenever I had time I'd go to the gym which is like good and it's nice because it's like it's even though like it obviously hurts like when you're actually working out like it's nice Mm -hmm. like a mental like recuperation so that was good and then in terms of thriving I've been good at reading my bible like I'm on like the bible app and I have a streak which I've been like 
I like watch the number go up. I'm like, okay, go Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. I love that. Mine definitely would be along the same lines um, as just, I've been in the word every day and it's, it's cool to see the effects of that, like in my relationships and just in my, in how I, I live my life. Yeah. It's really neat. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Lola. <laughs> Podcast listeners, sorry for all the barking. Sorry, yeah. With this while we're talking. You're so good. So yeah, that that's kind of how I've been. I've been thriving recently, and in just the same way, which I think is really cool. Um, and going through school this second semester has been great because I've been getting a lot of sleep and I've been getting all my work done, and it's like, crazy that like not just like yesing it like doing it <laughs> yeah like a hundred percent doing my work before the deadline like whack stuff stuff I never thought that I was capable of <laughs> yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> I, I texted my dad at like 10 the other night and I was like oh I'm gonna go to sleep and he goes no you're not <laughs> I was like how old are you 90 <laughs> yeah you sleep earlier than your parents just when you know yeah exactly Um, so I I'm so happy for that for you and I'm glad that you know um you know it's definitely ups and downs in in your faith and your walk so if if you would like to I would love to hear and I'm sure there are some listeners who would really love to hear about kind of your testimony and your faith journey because I feel like I know a slight portion but um just go ahead with as much as you're, you're comfortable sharing. So, I mean, I've always been Christian. Like, I was born into a Christian family. Like, like my parents, the grandparents, like, the whole, everyone is all Christian. So, like, I grew up in the church. And I know that's how, like, a lot of people are. Like, they just, like, grow up uh, going to church. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I don't know. I was always, like, super into it. Like, even in fifth grade, I would, like, teach, like, the elementary, like, school classes. And obviously, like, I knew, like, oh, Jesus, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I acknowledged, like, his sacrifice and everything. Um, and I was, like, also morally, like, a good person, I'd like to say. Because, like, my parents, they're foreign. So, like, both my parents came from Iraq. So they were both refugees. Um, and obviously, it's, like, a predominantly Muslim country. So they experienced, like, or, like, their family experienced a lot of persecution. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like what made my faith stronger and also my family's faith stronger is like they fought for it um which is really cool and so yeah I've always grown up in the church and then I just like knew like I always had God and I knew I always had him to lean on but it was kind of like especially like middle school high school I was like eh like I, I know God's there and I acknowledge like if I need anything like I thanked him for the good and the bad but still I felt like my relationship was like like at the time I thought it was good but then like now I look back I'm like it wasn't it wasn't really that great (laughs) so um yeah so it was just like a pretty whatever stable relationship with God and like I said I was like I've been pretty stagnant like in my morals like I still I won't you know vape I won't and I've been pretty good like not cussing not drinking like all that stuff but still like I was facing, like, really bad depression, like, oh, I know, like, most teenagers do, like, depression and anxiety, so Mm -hmm. that, for me, started, like, my 
freshman year and then it got really bad like my like last year my junior year mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen like my Instagram posts but like it got really bad and it like I was like self-harming like multiple times a week and it was like although I knew God was there for me because I've been a perfectionist that kind of can be toxic in like Christianity so like I thought if I sinned once like all of a sudden I was a terrible person. So I have this really bad mentality where it's like, if I'm not the best at something, I'm the worst. So I felt the need to like punish myself, which obviously wasn't like good. (laughs) And it was like, like Jesus had already shed his blood. I didn't have to shed mine. But at the time I thought like, hey, I'm not good enough. Like, and I thought it was like, it wasn't like doing it for attention and it also wasn't like to relieve the pain it was just me thinking like I genuinely like deserved it and then all of a sudden and at this time like I still knew God was in my life like I I never like lost my faith but I just kind of like grew distant and I would like read my bible but I would like read it and be like yeah I mean I know this but like I'm still not gonna listen so then it was really cool it was like a literally like a miracle so I mean I'd been going to like therapy and like whatever medication all that stuff didn't really work um and so one night there was um my brother got into a car accident and then I was left at home by myself and that's never a good thing whenever I was like really sad because like I didn't have anyone to like tell me not to do something so then I was like stressed and I was crying and so then I like self-harmed and it was really bad so like my parents came home from like dealing with my brother's car accident and then it was like another crime scene like um me and then that the next day we had like talked about it like me and my parents and my brothers and they were just like talking about how we need to put our like faith in the lord and all this stuff and then like like i had already known this but for some reason that time like it just clicked so then like since that moment i think it was like beginning of june um like my like all of a sudden like it was like a light switch like turned on and it was like I haven't like self-harmed I like have this like totally different outlook on life and like I know that now my worth is like like based on Christ it's not based on like how much I get done like it doesn't matter whether I'm good or bad at something like it's literally just based on like like my relationship with Christ because that's the only thing that matters like it doesn't matter how well I can you know, do my job. I mean, like, obviously I want to do it well, but like, it doesn't matter how many friends I have or like how many times a week I work out. Like that's at the end of the day, like that's not what's going to, you know, take me to heaven. So Mm -hmm. like after that, my faith has been so strong and it's like continually, like, I'd like to think I'm at like, I'm at the strongest point in my faith. Um, and like as painful as it was, like the last few years, I like would not like trade it for the world because I know that like obviously my faith would not be like nearly as strong as it is now if I like didn't go through all that. And I also think it's nice because then like if I know someone that's going through a lot of like, you know, mental health issues and stuff, <laughs> mental health issues and stuff, and like I can kind of like sympathize with them and be like, hey, like I was in the exact same place, but like here's what you need to do. So I don't know, it's given me like a whole new outlook. And so that's where I am with my faith now. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing. I I really, I really enjoy hearing just the way, the way you speak about it, because I feel like one of the things that, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later, one of the places where the church has kind of 
messed up in recent years and kind of gotten it wrong is that we're not willing to admit to one another when we're struggling or when we're when we're in the wrong and a lot of that has to do with pride but another one is just that there's this church culture that you have to show up on Sunday and on Wednesday or on Saturday whenever you go you have to show up and you have to be perfect you have to be put together and I think it's sad because we're also told to lean on our brothers and sisters in Christ you know as iron sharpens iron you know but the truth of the matter is we've definitely we speaking of the church we've definitely abandoned that and I think that's the reason why so many young people end up feeling like they have to be perfect or feeling like they're unworthy at the at the smallest sin you know and it's just this misconception and I think it's important and I think it's great that you speak to that yeah well that's the thing is like it's really hard to be like vulnerable as a Christian because like obviously like we all know that we're not meant to be perfect like that's the whole reason that like Jesus came is like we're not perfect and we're so far from perfect but it's still really hard to like admit to things as a Christian like and especially like really taboo things like sexual impurity like mental health like it's so hard to like come out and say like hey like I've been having sex like it's I shouldn't be but like it's so hard because you don't want to face like backlash but that's the thing is like I feel like that's also something that isn't good like now people feel like they'll be judged if they like come out and say Mm -hmm. hey like I've been sitting like this when in reality like that's the whole point of Christianity is to like repent and like acknowledge the fact that you're you know you're less than Christ and like and it's obviously not going to be easy like I preach like hey devote your life to Christ like you have to do it through your actions and then I'll go and I'll like whatever I'll lie I'll like do stuff that I shouldn't be doing I'll do sins like it's I don't know I feel like it's become really taboo to like show your faith and then like not and then like sin because then (laughs) like that's the thing is like I've there's like I've gone to a couple parties right I don't drink but like I'm still there I'm in the atmosphere so like I'll like always post like whatever bible verses on my whatever my insta story and then people will see me at like these parties and these functions and be like well like she just posted this and now she's here and so that's the thing is like I like I'm guilty of it too but I feel like we're just like too scared to admit it just because we're scared of like I don't being judged which like shouldn't I don't know that shouldn't be a thing you yeah you are 100% correct um I feel I feel that entirely I mean I know that since I've been to college I've definitely done some things I'm not proud of Mm -hmm. I've hurt some people I've made some stupid decisions especially amongst um the pandemic but ultimately I do think that it's really you're totally right that it's really tough and it it shouldn't be you know I feel like I feel like believers should be able to talk to other believers, but then also believers should be able to admit to a sinful world that I have been there and I've messed up, but here's the difference between you and me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to acknowledge my sin and by the power of Christ, I'm going to repent and I'm going to, you know, like we're just constantly trying to be more Christ-like and yeah. I think that's that's the disconnect that people people don't understand. It's not me telling you don't drink, don't have sex. It's me telling you 
why I don't believe you should do these things and why I don't think they're God honoring and why I think you'll be so much more fulfilled if yep. you just just give Christ a chance to change your life. I think that's the biggest thing. No, for sure. And also it there's kind of like a balance because I have friends who like they'll like post Bible verses and then they'll say like they'll go to church and then they'll like do a lot of stuff that like is like they're not living like they're followers of Christ but I, I like it's really hard to advise them without seeming like I'm condemning them like I'm not condemning you like I'm not condemning you at all that's not my job and yeah. like God like God is the only one that can judge I'm just like telling you like you said like I'm just telling you like what you should and shouldn't be doing based off the Bible and based off like what will fully satisfy you like the things of the world, like, it doesn't matter how many times a day you have sex, like, you're never gonna fully feel, like, actual satisfaction, like you would in Christ, like, it's a whole different type of love, so that's the thing, is, like, it's really hard, like, the balance between doing it out of love, and then also doing it out of, like, you just wanting to, like, control them, mm -hmm. so, like, I've told my friends, hey, like, you should, like, being in a state of drunkenness, like, isn't good, but then they take it as, oh, like, you just make it seem like you're being a, you, like, you're such a good Christian or like you want to be like so much better than me I'm like no like I'm advising you and so mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like it's hard because people get defensive because obviously people like you don't want to be caught in your sin like it's it's embarrassing and it's hard to like admit to it yeah. but yeah like you said like we should just be able to be like hey yeah like I'm I make mistakes and even like you can say okay I'm never gonna drink again and then drink that night like it's not supposed to be easy but like you should be able to lean on like, you know, your, your brothers and sisters and be like, Hey, like hold me accountable. Um, but especially in like a world where God isn't the center of the universe, it's just super hard because you know, the world isn't living for God. Yeah, totally. I, I, there's just one thing that I love because my preacher back home used it one time and I've been using it so much lately because I am realizing it's relevance if if the entire world is like a target and you've got Jesus in the center, there's all these peripheral things that Christians consider like their cause, you know, mm -hmm. like a lot of Christians, you know, are pro-life. A lot of Christians don't necessarily support the LGBT community. A lot of Christians, you know, are whatever political affiliation they have, you know, those are, those are things on the outer ring that have become at the center. Hmm. like they've pushed Jesus to those outer rings of that target yeah. and then all of a sudden their agenda becomes more important than the gospel right and I think that that is a huge part of where cultural Christians which I'm, I'm going to define as people who align with Christian values or like you said like grew up in the church but don't necessarily they haven't been changed by Christ like they're just living because of like geographically you know maybe they're in the bible belt and that's all they know so they call themselves a christian yeah cultural christians see that in the in the capital c church like the church as a whole and it's so off-putting mm. that people people will push their political agenda rather than scripture and the gospel and the fact that jesus saves and if jesus is at your center if he's your target and you're throwing darts and you're trying to hit him anything on your peripheral ring is going to be hit as well 
because it's out of love and it's out of truth and it's out of what Christ initially intended for the church to be. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, yeah. No, no, no. That's totally true. And like, especially my bless you. <laughs> with like the election and everything, people are like, oh no, like Trump is more whatever, like Trump should be president because he's more Christian, like whatever. But like they've made it so political. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like God's gonna put someone in power, and the only person that's truly on the throne is God. Like, I'm not living for Trump. Yes, ma'am. I'm not living for Biden. Like, obviously, like they're my president, whoever it is. I don't care. Like, I obviously like I lean one way politically, which is fine. I'll like have my beliefs. That's not a bad thing. But if you like identify your faith with like your political beliefs, that's where it starts to get a little wonky. Like yeah and and like especially when the bible is taken out of context like i i don't know now it's just there's it's so polarized like society like if you're a christian you have to believe this way and then if you're or people will be like okay i'm christian but like i support like abortions because whatever whatever so it's like if all you do is just live by the bible like that's what you're called to do like it i don't you can support trump and like because of his christian values but still not quote unquote (laughs) and still like not be living for christ like you just i I don't know i feel like we place so much emphasis and like we give so much power to like the politicians and like the things of the world but like at the end of the day like our faith is between us and god like it doesn't matter who's in power it doesn't matter how corrupt the world is because like you're if you're living in christ you're not part of the world like you know the verse where it's like if the world hates you like know that it hated me first like it if you're rejected by the like it's a good thing to be rejected by the world because you don't want to be a part of like the sinful nature of like humanity and i i don't know i i totally agree like we've aligned like all of our beliefs and like especially all of like the the things like abortion and gun rights and whatever yeah and like the lgbt community like you said like with like oh are you gonna believe the christian side or not like no like just believe in jesus like that's that's really it at the end of the day yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and and i was talking to someone who was like oh you're saying believe in jesus so like are you a fence sitter like are you not picking a side no i i have i i honestly like those things those social issues like if, if you are believing in Jesus and you are a Bible-believing Christian, you believe that Jesus is God and God is love, so therefore Jesus is love, yeah. you should be loving on people even, even if you don't agree with them. And I think that that's, yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier, like, it's not a place of judgment because I, I do terrible things. <laughs> My friends do terrible things. Yeah. And like in the eyes of the Lord, um, but it doesn't mean that if I am advising my friend or talking to them about one thing, it, it doesn't mean that, like you said, like I'm not condemning them, you yeah. know, because that would be hypocritical, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I've definitely, like I said, done things I'm not proud of. So I just think that there's this, I mean, you're totally right, especially about the, the political thing. Like I'm going to, I'm going to believe whatever is going to be the most beneficial for like the human race because at the end of the day people are what matters like people people are our purpose because people 
are souls and they are lost souls that do not have a place in the kingdom of heaven because you know we as a church have been so hypocritical and (laughs) heretical honestly and there's there's just so much that I have to say about this but I we literally can't fit it in (laughs) well another thing like I wanted to touch you kind of touched on it but like there's the difference between like hating and like not supporting I feel like there's like people like like if you don't support the LGBT community like because of your faith people view that as oh you're homophobic but in reality it's just like well I don't support this particular movement like hate the thing hate the sin love the person like I don't care who you you can be a murderer I will still love you like you could be the gayest murderer ever I don't care (laughs) I'm just saying like I literally don't care who you are what you've done I will love you but I will hate the sins that you've committed and so I think that's where the lines have blurred is like there are Christians quote-unquote who say like oh I'm Christian and like God says to hate like the gays no God says everyone and so that's that's the thing is like you can choose not to support something, but you still have to love people. And honestly, I feel like it's, it's really hard. Not even just, I feel like most people like, especially now, because like, you know, like sexuality has become kind of a normal thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely become more open that like, especially teenage Christians or like teenagers, we're pretty good at that. Like, I, I don't really know anyone who's like truly like homophobic my age because we've grown up in a like a society where it's like okay like this is normal supposedly yeah but I I think it's definitely also harder to love people that you don't like <laughs> like people that are just annoying like like and yeah. your personalities crash I mean I mean you're not like supposed to like obviously get along with everyone but it's really mm-hmm. hard I feel like you're like oh love everyone but then like if you don't like someone or someone has done like harm like you'll still you'll ignore them or like you won't help them but at the same time it's like you're not you're supposed to love them like no matter what they've done they obviously don't have to be a key player in your life but you still have to like show them love and show them that you know that you're there for them and that and Jesus shines through you if you do that like if you put yourself out there and you're like hey like I don't care who you are but like I will love you like people see your faith like shining through and they're like well no one does this unless they're like they have a motive and like unless like God is in them so I think that that's like super important like you can love everyone but you might not necessarily like support like what they're supporting yeah and it it goes both ways I mean really no matter you know let's say you're a non-Christian right what if what if you have a Christian friend who comes up and they're extremely combative and they're and they're just like hating everything that you that you support Mm. you know really you can be like I don't support your faith in the way you're presenting it, but I am going to love you and do my best to have rational conversations with you and discuss where we disagree. Because I think everyone can learn from that. Yeah, Christians, sure. non-Christians, no matter what faith you align with, no matter what political affiliation yep. you claim to possess, like everyone can learn from the fact that we need to have rational conversations and we need to understand that we're going to disagree. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't mean to come off as like, oh, only Christians can love. No, obviously not. Oh, no, totally, yeah. So, like, literally, I honestly, I feel like that love is, like, the true, like, healer. Like, it doesn't, like, you could, 
have someone like on the total like radical radical like one yeah. side and one side but like if you just have love for each other like literally that could solve like most of the problems in the world like mm-hmm. if political figures loved who they were like serving then yeah. they're like there goes poverty like you know what I mean like <laughs> if people actually had true love and compassion for each other then we would like put like humans over like our own like personal you know aspirations and like yeah like there's so much money in the world and it's like I I I like support the idea that like hey like if people earn their money they can choose what to do with it but if they had true love like they would want to use it for like the good of other people so yeah I don't know I I totally agree like I think that love is just like a super important quality for like anyone to have like it just it just helps you and also it just helps you become like a better person like no one wants to be around someone who like isn't tolerant like if I know that if I voice my opinion and someone's gonna yell at me like I don't want to like like engage with them in a sense so yeah. I think love like you said is super important whether you're Christian Muslim atheist like it doesn't matter yeah no totally oh my goodness I Oh man, we are out of time and I hate to cut our conversation short because this is right. It flies by. It really does. Um, but thank you so much for, for sharing your voice and sharing your story. Yeah. Um, Yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, Thanks, Lola, as well, for being a guest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I hope you guys have a great week and I hope you, um, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening and thank you for, for supporting my podcast. I, I pray that you will be a friend to somebody this week mm-hmm. and you will practice living out love the way that God intended it. Yeah. All right. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Bye. Have fun driving and thriving. <laughs>